The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, I tell you, unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. You have heard that it was said to your ancestors, you shall not kill, and whoever kills will be liable to judgment. But I say to you, whoever is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment, and whoever says to his brother, Raka, will be answerable to the Sanhedrin. And whoever says, you fool, will be liable to fiery Gehenna. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar, and there recall that your brother has anything against you, leave your gift there at the altar. Go first and be reconciled with your brother, and then come and offer your gift. Settle with your opponent quickly while on the way to court. Otherwise, your opponent will hand you over to the judge, and the judge will hand you over to the guard, and you will be thrown into prison. Amen, I say to you, you will not be released until you have paid the last penny. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So this is Matthew's Gospel, chapter 5. So we're in the Sermon on the Mount. This teaching takes place during the Sermon on the Mount. And how did Jesus kick off the Sermon on the Mount? With his Beatitudes. So the Beatitudes and this whole sermon... Serve to show us, to teach us what Jesus is really getting after, and that is the conversion of our hearts. It's not that he was coming to abolish the law, as he himself said, but he was really coming to give us grace to transform our hearts so that we wouldn't even need the law, in a sense. Because when your heart is transformed and made like the heart of Jesus, well, you don't want to hate anybody, you don't want to kill anybody, you don't want to commit adultery, you don't want to steal, and so on. So Jesus was really getting after a new heart, a new mind and a new heart. And that's what we've been praying for all week, isn't it? For the grace to be transformed, to become more like Jesus And so today, as we renew our baptismal promises, we're asking for this fresh outpouring of the Holy Spirit again. But this is like a new baptism of sorts. It's a a new beginning, for sure. And I trust that as we leave here today, there will be more and more revelation that God gives us. Those residual graces, as I like to call them will keep visiting us and blessing us. And as we encounter things that we typically encounter, hopefully we encounter them with new eyes and new hearts. Hopefully our our hearts have been softened and our eyes have been opened. We've been praying for more awareness to the beauty of God's creation and to his presence in everyone that we meet and interact with. 
And as we were discussing at the end of the meditation, the more intentionality that we can do things with, well, the more love we typically pack into them. And the, the greater the impact, you could say. Whether it's perceived to the naked eye or not, faith tells us that God honors all of our prayers and, and good deeds and the love with which we do things absolutely makes a difference. Absolutely makes a difference. Not just for us, but for others. So we're praying for this renewal of our, of our baptismal grace. As we renew our promises, it's a renewal of the grace that we received. So we received faith, hope, and love. The theological virtues, we received the gift of divine adoption. Original sin was forgiven. And we were given a mission. We were assigned a mission in the mystical body, in the church. We were given you know, all kinds of seeds, you might say, were, were planted at our baptism. And they've been watered ever since through, of course, Holy Communion, confession, confirmation, marriage, ordination. So this week has been another great outpouring of grace. We've been receiving the sacraments every day. We had a special prayer service last night. And now, as we conclude, we're very intentionally praying that the gift of our baptism be renewed. And we're recommitting ourselves, you might say, to Christ. We're saying yes again. So it's a very beautiful moment. It's a powerful moment. So we ask the Holy Spirit to help us be aware of what's going on and, and to be aware of, of the gift and the treasure that this is. The gift of our baptism and the, and the opportunity here today as adults to say for ourselves, this is what I want. This is what I believe and this is what I want. And I ask you, God, to give me this grace to bless me. And to help me to continue to grow, to mature in faith, hope, and love. And to answer the call that you have issued to me to become your friend, your disciple, your apostle of divine mercy. Amen.